Episode 32, Purpose. Welcome to the story in your head. I'm Ron Macklin, and today Michelle and I discuss the word purpose, how we decide what our purpose is, how our purpose can change over time, and what happens when we're not living our own purpose. Are you looking to strengthen your relationships, whether personally or professionally? You want to learn how to build authentic connections faster, or perhaps you're looking to beat employee burnout through the power of connection. My name is Ron Macklin, founder of Macklin Connection. And in our workshops, we teach you the fundamentals of how to do exactly that and more. To learn more of the power of your relationships, visit us at MacklinConnection.com. Welcome to the story in your head. I'm Michelle Masago. And I'm Ron Macklin. And today's topic is purpose. A small little word, but I think a lot of meaning behind it. So when I say purpose, Ron, what does that trigger for you? Purpose in your life, purpose? What is that? Thanks, Michelle. I hold this as a this is a although it seems like it's pretty short in letters, it's a very complex word. Fundamentally, I hold it for the sake of what? Like my purpose for doing this is to produce something. My purpose is to be something for the sake of what? So it really kind of ties also to why. Like why you're doing something is also like what is your why? It could also be your purpose. And that's probably one of the most important questions to be in in the beginning and the middle and the end of any project. Like, why am I doing this? For the sake of what am I after? And then how do you hold it? Because it's like the biggest question for me is, you know, we get started in it and then, uh, you know, the, the great Mike Tyson quote, everybody's got a plan until they get punched in the mouth. And this is a space where it's like, how do you hold it all the way through? Although even specifically, even when you get punched in the mouth. So it's, now then we begin to pull it apart. Like you can have a purpose for your health. You can have a purpose for your play. You can have a purpose for your marriage. You can have a purpose for your family. You can have a purpose for your business. You can have a purpose for your home. Like how, where does it end and where does it, like where, where do we go to with that? Where, what doesn't have a purpose? What wouldn't it be better for us or more powerful for us to have a purpose for? So what shows up for you, Michelle? Yeah, that was a lot of list of purposes. I was I was going through in my own mind, what happens when I don't have a purpose for something, right? So I, I can identify with some things where I've, I have a purpose. You know, one of the ones that I get asked about a lot, okay, back to my tennis, what's my purpose for playing tennis? And my purpose is actually health and mental. And what's interesting, we read an article a long time ago, and a lot of sports you can play as you get older. The one that actually extends your life based on the study, the most was tennis by 9.5 years. Whoever came up with that, I don't know, but it's a great story and I liked it. <laughs> so that's part of my purpose for playing. And it keeps you moving, it's social, you have to think a lot. And so that's my purpose of playing. And when you ask people sometimes on the tennis court, what's your purpose? Sometimes they are, it's about winning, which is okay, that's fine, it's their purpose. 
But when I think about, when I tell them mine, they're like, huh. So it keeps me focused on what's really valuable because one of the things, if your purpose is right on health, you will probably, at least I do, it's about not getting hurt, which is really darn easy because then you can't play anymore. Mm -hmm. So you're going to play a little different. And if there's a ball that I have a 1% chance of getting and a 50% chance of banging into a fence, guess what? It goes. I'm not. And I just say, good shot and move on. So if I don't have a purpose, what I'm reflecting on is like, what happens then? And I find I just drift. So if I'm, and I'm trying to work through an example because I've been working purposes for so long. When I didn't have a purpose when I first started on career, right? I may have thought maybe my purpose was something shallow and I'll say, oh, I need to make more money. But I didn't ask that question for the sake of what enough, right? If you need to increase your financial for the sake of what, my purpose over time got deeper. And if you just want to make more money, right, you can do a lot of different jobs that might have a better income, but maybe they affect your body more. It doesn't allow you to be home with your family like you'd like to be or some other things. So that purpose became really important to really drill down on that for sake of what question. I don't know. It was a little bit, a little bit long there. I was thinking as I was talking, hopefully people will find that valuable. I'm sure that they will. Of course, it, it will depend on their purpose. One of the things that I've worked and try to hold is when I'm not crafting and creating my purpose, I'm living in somebody else's purpose. Hmm. I'll give you an example. Yeah. So Netflix, most people know what Netflix are, right? Most people have, have watched things on Netflix. When I sit down to watch something on Netflix, my purpose is for one, to watch what other people have created, right? To notice how they're telling a story, to notice like where I can learn something, where I can connect it back, where can I, when I be in a place to create better videos, better podcasts, better stories, better everything. I'm, my purpose for there is learning. My purpose there is how do I notice how other people are creating and learning? Now that's my purpose. When I lose that purpose, I can now be like entertained. And then I'm actually living in the people who own Netflix and the people who create that content's purpose, right? My, my whole body is about being entertained. Now, there's nothing wrong with in any way, shape or form with being relaxed and entertaining and play. That's, that's great. That's a different purpose. But if you don't have that and say, Oh, I'm just going to sit here and relax and let it, let, let me myself be entertained then you're on purpose. If not, you're in somebody else's. And I noticed that throughout my life, when I'm not on purpose, my purpose, right? I'm in somebody else's. I become real susceptible to the ads, real susceptible to the commercials, real susceptible to the theories of left-wing, right-wing conspiracies, all of those things that can distract us from our life because we're not in our purpose. We're now living in somebody else's purpose. How do you notice if you're, so I love that when you're not on your purpose, right? You're living in somebody else's. It's an interesting way. I've never really thought about it that way. How do you know the shift? Like, do you notice something? Do you do it on purpose to shift your purpose? 
I, I've been practicing. I've been practicing the story of why am I doing this? Not not like moral about it. Not like oh, so why are you doing this, Ron? No, it's just like so why, why am I doing this? I'm going to Pilates. Why am I doing that? I'm I'm going to get the oil changed in my car. Why are you doing that? I'm going to experiment with a small little wind turbine to see what it does. What's your purpose for that? I'm going to watch a TV show. I'm going to watch. I'm going to sit down and relax. Right. One of my favorites are. I'm going to watch football, and because I don't enjoy watching football because I played for so long that to me it's just like grading films. Uh, and now I keep going. He messed up. She messed up. He messed up. He messed up. Like all. I don't like that. But it's important to my wife. Like my purpose to watch the game. And many times I can only make it through two to three quarters, but I'll be sitting down to sit with her, to be with her, to be engaged in the game, to be participating for her. And my why is that. So I'm always in the question of what is my purpose? And what I noticed is at first I went like, well, I was moral. Like, well, I have to be on purpose. I like, I have to be on this purpose. Oh, I can't do this because it's not my purpose. And I've become to the place where sometimes I just go, I'm just going to go move and relax. I'm going to go to play and relax. Right? I'm going to go out to a restaurant and just relax. And that's my purpose. But to choose that purpose, not to find myself drifting into somebody else's purpose. And I'm not, like I'm not, I say this, I have not prevented myself from being in other people's purposes. And it's not my goal to not be. My goal is to always be in my purpose. So that's a wonderful practice to ask that question of yourself so much, one that I think I'm going to adopt. My curiosity, though, is what inspired you initially to develop that practice? So here's the story I'm making up. You did that because something happened where either you weren't on purpose or you found yourself in other people's purposes a lot. So something inspired you to do that practice as often as you do. Great question. I think it goes back to... My my father was a 4-H leader. For those of you who don't know what 4-H is, you, you can look it up and figure it out. But he was a 4-H leader, and then by by doing so, I thought I want to be in 4-H too. And like I was just kind of mindlessly going along. Like my dad was leader, and I was there. Now what I noticed was he stopped being leader. That well, was his life, right? He's doing what he's going to do, right? And I remember thinking because my sister was in 4-H, and I was in 4-H, and every Monday the first second or some Monday of the month, right? We all went to the club and did this, everything we were doing. And I, I, I was kind of going through the, the, the ranks of doing all this stuff, like, you know, different roles you have inside there. And I remember thinking to myself, why am I doing this? I don't like this. Now, I learned a lot. I, I'm thankful for everything from parliamentary procedure to all the stuff that we learned. It's, it's really great. I really appreciate everything I learned, but it wasn't, wasn't what I wanted to do. Why am I doing that? And it was a big deal to me because I went to, to go to my dad who was a leader and say, yeah, I don't want to do that anymore. And he says, what's your why? He goes, well, or he said, he asked me like, why don't you want to do that? And I said, I don't really enjoy doing all those meetings and all that stuff and everything else. I enjoy being a part of a team that's more active like sports and other stuff. So I'm going to choose to do that because I like being a part of something where you're active. And this is only once a month, and then there are a lot of farmers and a lot of which we weren't, right? Uh, part-time farmers, maybe. But I just noticed that I was in a place where I was doing something I didn't want to do, but I was doing it because, well, I didn't even question it. 
And I remember thinking the question to myself was, why am I doing this? And then I felt bad because I didn't want to leave. Because, you know, I didn't want to leave because like, it was my, my dad. Right? I idolized my dad. And he was there. Right? And he was respected and all this other stuff. And people talked about how good he, a leader he was and all this stuff. And I went like, well, that's, that's where I want to be. That's where I want to be in that space. I don't want to be here. And then when I started to ask that question, it was also around the same time that I was in, in well, if you say, what, what sport are you playing, Ron? What's out there, guys, right? And so I played every sport that was there. And then at that point, same time, I go like, you know, I don't really like basketball or baseball. I'm not even sure I'm a fan of track. I think I just kind of love football. And started to go, why are you doing that? And at the time, when I made the choice, I loved that you were in combat together, even though when combat's the word I use, it's just like you're in battle together. And it opened up a space for me to go, why am I doing this? And then it wasn't until my junior year I figured out, I could pay for college with this? Hmm, never thought of that. But somebody got a scholarship. When I was a sophomore, somebody went off and got a scholarship, and went off, I went like, wow, I could go to the school that I wanted to go to if I was good enough to do this. That's my why. And, and that's how I remember thinking, like, how do you question into that? How do you always look for your why? And I, I think my Connie has several times said she admires how I'm always trying to make connections with new knowledge and why is this working and why does this happen and what's happening over here? And that's kind of where, where I got it from. So I, I acknowledge you. It sounds like that happened pretty early in your, your life. And whatever inspired you to figure that out, congratulations. I I probably wasn't, <laughs> didn't figure it out quite so young. And I still mess that up once in a while. So do I. So what you triggered for me and thinking kind of back on that purpose, what's the purpose of being a parent and a mom, right? In the beginning, it's kind of easy. You know, some of the purposes are I got to take care of them, keep them alive, you know, like <laughs> they're first born, some basic things. But as I get older, it kind of shifts and it, it did for me. And one of the the big ones, right? You provide guidance to your kids. You help them. You don't interfere with them as they get older. And what what I mean by that is, you know, my daughter was looking at trying to figure out what she wanted to do, what college she wanted to go to, and we we had discussed a lot of things. I'd always traveled internationally. She seemed to in, interested into it. So I was like, oh, why don't you go for international relations? And she just kind of followed along. Said that's fine. Gets into University of South Carolina, which is interestingly enough, one of the top schools for international business in the country and gets into the pre-program for international business. You've got to, I think, got to be in the school two years before you formally get accepted into the program. So I get a call in December after her first semester, totally in tears. And, you know, when your kids call on the phone, right, you're off the meetings and you take it and I'm like, it's okay. It wasn't for her. Like the whole experience wasn't for her, even though we visited lots of schools. And I realized, at least the story I had, is how much I influenced her decision. And it wasn't the decision for her. So I just told her, put all your stuff in a box, ship it home, get on a plane, and we'll deal with it. Just you know, make sure you cancel out of school so I don't get charged for the next semester. That's all I care about. Otherwise, just come home. We'll figure it out. And so she went to community college for two years and I, I gave her a lot of space. I'm like, just experiment, try whatever you want. But it was a big lesson for me on what was my purpose. My purpose was sort of to help her, but not to influence or undo influence for what she wanted to do. But my purpose was to help her figure out what's right for her. 
right? To give her the space to make the decisions and give her whatever help she might need, but it's her choice. So two years in community college, went to a totally different school in the middle of Pennsylvania called Shippensburg, which is really, it's not a lot out there, but cornfields. Loved it. Developed great friends. Went to a program called MIS, which is sort of computer science and a little bit of business, and was really happy. Now, by the way, that was my undergraduate. I could have, you know, also a degree, which I thought about later, but it was her, totally 100% her choice and totally 100% her choice on what school she went to and what a difference that made. So for me, that was a big double check for me on what my purpose was in working with her around choices for her life. That's a great Thank you for the story, but I'm also, it's a great question to be in all the time. What is my purpose for being a parent? What is my purpose for the sake of why? I, I, I'm not resolved here. So that, that means for those of you who are listening, that means I'm going to try this on. My purpose for being a parent has, has shifted over, over time. And I hold the first, my first purpose is so that my kids have somebody who believes in them that has their back, right? And a space like not to take care of them, but believes in them, and if you call, I will answer. My purpose is to acknowledge what they're accomplishing and to know that it's them and let them know that it's them, not somebody else creating it, not me, not anybody else, it's them. And it just occurs that there might be more space to craft more purpose for myself around my purpose for being a parent. And I'm, I, I carefully crafted it that way because I don't like the story of what is my purpose for having kids because that creates a purpose all on its own like I had them versus they exist now in the world and being a parent because don't, we, don't, we don't need to you know, change diapers and we don't need to feed them and we don't need to do all those other things anymore. They're, they're, they're very capable of doing all that. They're capable of creating relationships and being in the world and doing all this kind of stuff. So what is my purpose now? To be there. Whatever that means, I'm not sure on that. It's a great question. Yeah, I am, I'm still working that one, and I still mess it up. <laughs> you know, Fortunately, uh, part of my purpose is, is the relationship with my daughter. So when I mess it up, I can say, I think I messed that up. And we can talk about it, right? It's good. Yeah. What what I what I made up there was my my purpose is to be me, to be human with them, to be my human with them. Exactly, and and to know that I accept her for whatever she is in that moment, or whenever, right? And it's okay, whatever that is, is perfectly fine. Yeah, so that's that's kind of what you triggered me. The story is that whole that whole piece on that, and I'm just thought of this is to help her design her purposes. So she goes into the work world. What's her purpose for doing that? Where does she want to work? How does she want to live? What does it want to look like? I had a little bit of that when I was thinking about what job I was going to take, but now that she's entering into that. And I just thought of that as what can I do to help her to ask the questions, toss the lines for her to think through that purpose. That's good. You know, I'd be, I'd be curious when this one goes out, how many people view it? Maybe it's a webinar. Purpose. 
Could it be? Could we even go a little further and dive into it and say we have a webinar on what is the purpose of being a parent? Mm-hmm. And like, if you're 25, the purpose for being a parent is different than when you're 55. And to get everybody on the on a webinar together, that's pretty cool to see the differences in their purposes. Yeah, like what's the purpose too? Of a, if you have a six-year-old or 26-year-old. 36-year-old, 46-year-old. Yep. And a 96-year-old. Yeah. Who becomes the parent. That's what I noticed. Those roles shifted. You're back to being the parent. Right? It's not an age thing. It's a role. It's a role. I Yeah, I, I fully accept being a parent is a role. And we may, like, it, it does shift where you were once the child and now you're the parent of, this, of the other person. The roles just switched. Yeah, a friend of mine, I met him in the, uh, a couple years ago in the grocery store. And he goes, yeah, it's tough raising your parents. <laughs> like, <laughs> it took me a while to get that. I'm like, yep. yes, it is. Yes, it is. <laughs> and one of those imaginal moments, you know, 10 hours later, two, two, 10 weeks later. Uh, yeah, I get that now. I get that. I, I don't know if we have too much more to, to, to talk about here. Is there something else that we need, else we need to work on for a purpose? I don't think so. I think there there was a lot there with that. I think there was a, a lot there. Yeah. To let people sit and think and maybe ask some questions. If any listeners do have questions that they would like to discuss with us, we encourage you to reach out to us on social media or directly at ron at macklinconnection.com. Uh, Michelle, you can reach me at michelle at macklinconnection.com. Thank you all for listening today. If you enjoyed the episode, please leave us a rating and review on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or your favorite podcast platform. Not only does it help the show, but we'd love to hear from you. If you have a minute, share your feedback. Thank you all, and we'll see you next time.